This is the WellOL Podcast with Cassandra and Britt, episode 64, Family Gathering Prep for the Summer. If you are getting together with extended family, maybe just your immediate family that you don't see as often, or you just know you're going to be having lots of family time because your kids are going to be home, this is the episode for you. Summertime often means family time, which is awesome, right? Or not. Let's talk. Well, 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 welcome to season two of the podcast. We can't think of anything better than conversations with our friends about all the wellness. Let's chat about what the gurus are saying and enjoy a bev while we're at it. We aren't experts, but we are your friends and we are here with you. We are so glad you joined us. Okay, I love this today for many reasons. We kind of touched on this a little bit with our holiday episode, yes. which everybody loved. If you haven't listened to that one, it's a great one to listen to also. But this is a fresh dose on that. Yeah, because you know what? We've kind of gotten a new couple tricks up our sleeves. That's right. You and thought we just came here to repeat, remix, and reuse? We sure didn't. We sure didn't. Uh, before we even get into this, though, what are we drinking today? Um, okay, I'm going to tell you, I am drinking the swoon again. The swoon you love them. iced tea. I love them so much. You know what's funny? I don't know if we've actually talked about this one. I know we drank it, we tried it, and we yeah. talked about it on our stories. Yeah, We haven't bevied it? I don't know if we've bevied it. I want you guys to know, you may already know this. We've been talking about the bevies since the very beginning of this podcast. Since the get-go, as they okay. say. The only bevies that we give you discount codes for and that you know we have any type of uh, relationship with business-wise... They're bevies we were already drinking. We have shared bevies that aren't our favorite before. Remember Ourobora? Of course. Where it was like drinking essential oils? Right, but we liked your flavor. Yeah, your, my flavor was better. Yours, it was winter, summer. Oh, it was winter, summer. Winter, winter, summer. summer. Winter, summer. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was peppermint watermelon. Yeah, that was so weird. Anyway, the point is, we're being real here. The split personality of it all. Oh, yeah, back to that. Ourobora, yeah. yeah. But us, we're not split personality. Not at all. We're giving you our actual take on these bevies because we're serious about our beds. We are so serious about them. And I love the swoon. I love their half and half iced tea lemonade. And I love just their peach iced tea. I think they're so good without the bad stuff. They really are. Like I feel good about my kids drinking them too, which is always a a plus for me. Yes, absolutely. I agree with that. Delicious. So what are you drinking, Britt? I'm right there with you, girl. Thanks for bringing me one. You betcha. These things are awesome. And you know I like a green tea. Oh, I know. And so Cassandra always treats me right. That's right. She hooks me up. I know what baby likes. I know what mama likes. Oh my gosh. Which is it? Baby or mama? (laughs) Mama. That is, that's what love sounds like, guys. These terms of endearment you've never heard until they come out of the person's mouth. That's right. If you bring me a bevy and Sour Patch Kids, I know you really love me. Yep. Nicknames are coming for you. Okay. So let's talk about this. You're getting together with family. A few things immediately happen. You know who you're going to avoid. You know who you're going to hang out with. Yep. And you know who you're going to spoon with. (laughs) That is so true. You know who always gets on your nerves. And you also are very clear based on social media on who you're going to get along with and who you're not. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, because social media is the end all be all on people's personalities and how they show up. Also, based on the holiday experiences you had 
and the last 15 years of knowing this person, uh-huh. you are quite clear on what everybody's bringing to the table. On where they stand. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's what happens. The other thing that happens is we resort. Your birth order in your family is the baby of your family. I Cassandra. am. Yes, 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 I'm yes. I'm the oldest in my family. Yes. What happens is we immediately snap into those roles the moment we get together with our families. Yes. Britt immediately comes. Like, I think she might even show up with like an apron on. Yeah. And just starts like hustling people around. And she has gum in her apron for everybody that needs one. She's just very responsible and has what everybody needs and the answers to all questions. No, but that's how Anja imagines me momming. And in some ways I do kind of get into that like bossy mode. I'm going to own it. No, I wasn't saying bossy. I'm just saying Buddha. Answer to all. Yeah, I listen. You get into your role and you're like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. And Cassandra... So I'm supposed to do nothing then. <laughs> Cassandra would like people to make the decisions for her. Yes. And drive. And if drive you can her. drive, then thank you. Okay. So we go back to our old roles. Everybody seems to know what their role is and finds their role and decides to play it in these situations. We also have opinions about one another. Mm-hmm. And we've got a few tips that we think will help things go a little more smooth. One of our tips right at the get-go is loosening your grip. Yeah. So loosening your grip on the opinions you have about other people, the situation, kind of the whole thing. Yeah. You know, we show up with these ideas of how things are going to go based on our past experiences, which some of that is helpful and some of that is the way our brains work on purpose, right? Like you knew someone in their 20s, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe now they're in their their 40s or their 50s, and they're a different person. At their core, they might be the same person, but are we still looking for their 20-year-old traits? Yeah. We're not going to expect them to magically Be a different human. Right, to not have any of those things. Like, you know your uncle who always... Uncle Rick is going to Uncle Rick. Right. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Okay, so we got to just get our heads around that. And so... Don't misunderstand us. We're not saying be delusional and expect the person who always tells the jokes from the joke book to not come with some jokes. Dirty joke book or dad joke book? Dad joke. Okay, good. Keep it clean, people. Keep it clean. So that may happen. And in the same breath, we're saying you don't need to hold them to that. Right? Right. Maybe you're going to loosen your grip and allow them to have evolved because... If I'm being held to my 20-year-old self... Oh, just shoot me now. Yeah, I say no thanks to that. And I guarantee you, if you're looking for a couple of my 20-year-old traits, you will still find them. Right. But that isn't what I think defines me anymore. Right, because we are going to still gather gather up all those clues that that person is still the same person that they were and that we knew that they were in their 20s. Okay, so explain a little bit about confirmation bias. Okay, so a confirmation bias is when you have a belief about something, so like a confirmation about something, and then you look around for all the evidence to support that confirmation. So you're looking around for all the evidence, like, oh, so in my family, it would be that I'm bratty, okay? I'm the youngest of six. I'm bratty, okay? So then when I show up, people, and I complain or I say something about the lunch, 
then people are like, yep, here she is again, just being her bratty self, right? And they're looking for those clues, whereas they actually might feel the same way about the lunch. Or they could have made the same comment. Or they could have made the same comment. But, but it doesn't don't. mean that they're bratty. It only means that the person who was bratty growing up is bratty still. Right, right. We right? Kind of, right. We totally take it. So this reminds me of one of my middle school daughters who it seems like very often the friends decide that one of them. So they'll pick one and they'll be like, you know what? She lies a lot or exaggerates the mm-hmm, truth. Mm-hmm. And then... I have one minor story about it, but then this person is going to come up with another story, and this person is going to come up. All of a sudden, we're all on high alert to look for any and every time we think that so and so has been exact, been exaggerating. exaggerating. Uh-huh. And then we switch to somebody else, and we decide that they they really care too much about what the boys think. Mm-hmm. And now we're on high alert for all the examples of that, and we're gathering evidence to right. back up that belief about that person. I mean, I could go down the list. This person brags about their grades. Okay, you know, that's funny. They did say this to me one time. Now, we're not trying to say, like, again, be delusional and deny that people have certain unique personality traits. Right, of course. But we're saying that may not be the only thing about them. Right, so we're saying, can you offer a little bit of grace to people and allow them to evolve and allow them to change a bit? And hopefully we get that in return. Right, exactly. But we don't have control over how other people are going to perceive us or the category they're going to put us in. But what we do have control over is how we're going to decide to view them and the the generosity we may grant them to evolve or... right. Change our opinions of of them. People fall back into their old ways, and so do we. Yeah. So how do we want them to treat us, and how are we going to treat them? What are we going to allow? What is the grace that we're going to give? Yeah. So one of the things you challenge yourself with is writing down or however you like doing it, making a mental note or actually writing it out on paper. Maybe some of the family members that are a bit challenging for you and what you what it is about them that's challenging for you and then decide that when you go and spend time with that person that every time your brain automatically because those those neural pathways are hardwired it reminds you oh yep evidence for that one right you're gonna ask what else is true about this person Mm -hmm. what else is true about this person what else do I notice about them give them an opportunity to be more than just that one thing or that that list of five things that you've categorized them and that's that's like in every way like whether you even if it's a list of positive characteristics and you're constantly reinforcing that like maybe you've idealized a person to a point where that's not healthy either so let's just let people be a little bit more dynamic and a little bit more nuanced Mm -hmm. and a little bit more like expansive right and be looking for evidence of that well, and I think the result of that, of, of looking for more nuance and uh, more differentiation in people, is that you're going to come out of it with a deeper relationship, deeper understanding, yeah, um, um, just a, a greater depth of feeling towards them yeah. than if you just write them off as Uncle Rick's going to Uncle Rick. Yeah. And that's it. So, okay, then our second tip, and this is a little bit more in the action line. This is a little bit more like something you can actually do. Mm -hmm. And we've both found this to be really helpful in our family situations is having some activities that are taking place. Because 
we like, as human beings, we like being stimulated. Uh-huh. That's just how we're wired. And when we, we're not, what do we do, Britt? Sometimes we get chatty and try to stimulate ourselves with gossip. Yeah. So you want to have activities because it keeps your brain stimulated and it keeps you focused on something outside of... It, it keeps you focused on something that's a group activity. And I think it keeps you outside of your 20-year-old self. Yes. You know? It You're keeps, doing something new. Yeah. It, it keeps the energy there from getting stagnant. Yeah. And it keeps it evolving. Yeah. And changing. And hopefully changing in the right direction. Totally. And and, and we're not saying, you know, write out an itinerary for every 15 minutes and have some like no. something planned all the time because you want to avoid hard conversations. That's not what we're saying. No, but having like a couple fun games up your sleeve. Like we had a family reunion family reunion a couple years ago and we had a cornhole tournament happening where we already had brackets and people paired up as partners and so you'd be hanging out and doing other things, and then it'd be your turn to go over and yeah. do this. And sometimes you were watching the other people do it right. while you were right. When it wasn't your turn, and so we were all kind of like involved in this thing together. Yeah, that kind of gave us something to talk about and something to be yeah. invested in, and we were experiencing it together. You could also do a hike. You could also do. I mean, Cassandra, I don't know if you remember, but many years ago when we went on a girls trip for you I remember thinking okay there's a lot of girls I don't know super well that are going on this trip because you had sister-in-laws coming your friend Lacey was coming right 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 and I thought I'm gonna crack everybody's backs I'm that sometimes is what I do but in this one I I brought the cube game remember (gasps) yes it was so good and we cubed everyone whatever it is it just kind of adds like a little something that we're doing together Right. Like I would say like in our family, when we go to Lake Powell, we always have sea there. And like a nice yeah. thing about having a sea there is that like anybody can jump on the sea pretty much at any time yeah. and go for a spin, whether they like want to pull somebody on the tube or whether they want to take it and go on a hike or just go want to go on a drive. Yeah. Same thing with our electric bikes. It's so nice to just like have some scooters around or skateboards around or something yes. like that where people are just like, oh, even the dads will pick up a skateboard and try an ollie again that they haven't tried in 30 totally. years, you know, but it kind of just keeps things fun and hopefully no broken bones but you know right well honestly I think about like the type of this may seem like I'm going off track here but you guys will follow me you go to a baby shower and if they are mandating games that we all have to play the whole time you're going to feel trapped annoyed Britt, I thought you were just going to advocate for baby shower games. No. And I was going to say, forget it. I don't know you. I'm leaving. <laughs> right? Like, that's not what anybody really wants is to have just, like, be roped into right. all these games. They right. want to have some flexibility. But also, if there's nothing to do, right? sometimes that can feel a little bit like, oh, man, look at the time. Right, right. You know? So maybe there's, like, something. Oh, you want to go decorate a onesie over here? Or do you want to go... There's options of just write down baby names that you think they'd like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. There's options of activities without the pressure to like be involved all the time. I think that can actually be really helpful. Okay, well, I'm just going to say it then. Everybody should invite an energy healer or a palm reader to all of their activities. I just went to a baby shower. My friend Lacey at her baby shower, there was a reader there and I got my mom to do it and everything. (laughs) And it was so fun. She was just sitting in a corner, hanging out and whoever felt like it and whoever was comfortable with it went and did it. And whoever didn't want to do it, didn't do it. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Anyways, I I kid, I kid. You don't need a palm reader. (laughs) No, but But the point point is that there's options of activities, experiences we're having together 
funny things, things we can talk about later, things that we were all involved in, right? Like that just kind of creates something new, like you were saying, instead of stagnant energy, where we kind of go back to our old ways and settle into our old crevices. Our old crevices. And I think a lot of times conversations can get you back settled into your old crevices where activities, you can kind of maybe show a new side of yourself. Yeah, exactly. So for our third point, keep it fresh. Ooh, nothing like keeping things fresh. You may be wondering what we mean. We don't mean getting fresh with someone and trying to go down their shirt. That's not what we mean. Up their shirt. Reunion. Everything you just said. By the way, down a shirt. (laughs) Clearly, I'm not very experienced. I don't know how I got those four kids under my belt. Imagine a crew neck. That's what all I'm thinking. (laughs) Imagine a turtle. Man, I hope you guys think that's funny, too. That's really funny to visualize. <laughs> I'm sorry. Down the pants, up the shirt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. We're not talking about keeping it fresh in that way. Okay? No. This is not a bedroom fresh. conversation. No, not, not here, not now. Yes. What we are talking about is keeping it fresh, meaning let's think about the recipes that you may make. Let's say you make spaghetti and tacos every week. Okay. Okay. How can we keep those recipes fresh? How can we keep them somewhat evolved, evolving so that we get sick and tired of the same old thing? Right. So instead of the dry spaghetti and the jar of ragu, what are we saying, Britt? We decide we may try some rouse. We decide we're going to freshly grate the Parmesan instead of buying the craft green the green canister thing thing. yeah Yeah. right so like how can we evolve a little bit so when i i've talked about this before but i learned that when i make cookies browning the butter literally on any recipe makes the cookie better it's just a fact it's just a fact undisputed okay i also have learned that fresh herbs pretty much always trump a dried herb in very few circumstances is that not true very true okay you're making a salad dressing and it calls for a dried herb, a fresh herb would be better. Okay, yes. so let me rope this in for you so you know what the heck I mean by this. Very often we take individuals, meaning our family members, and we summarize them as their list of ingredients. This person is two parts funny, one part annoying, three parts bossy, whatever it is, right? right? Like this is their recipe. This is who they are. This uh-huh. is how I see them uh-huh. summed up in their little recipe that makes Cassandra Cassandra, okay? Okay. And what I'm saying is, could we maybe consider finding a way to freshen that up? Yes. And take a new fresh look on that recipe. Is there something that we could find about them that totally enhances what we believed about them before? Yeah. And we can also, of course, do this for ourselves. Like, Do we feel like what we've been bringing to the table is the same old thing for years? And I don't mean actually bringing to the table in your potluck family meal. I mean, what have you been bringing to the table? Are you always a little bit negative? Can everybody kind of count on you to talk about, you know, a downer? Or is everybody planning on you saying something inappropriate? Or is everybody counting? Whatever it is, could you maybe freshen that up? And could you maybe be like, you know what? So weird. I never do that with my friends. Why do I bring that with my family? Gosh, isn't that the truth? There's so many times where I leave a family thing and I'm like, where the heck did that come from? That's an old recipe. 
That's an old recipe. That is an old recipe. I don't talk about that in my daily life. I don't care about that in my daily life. I don't even feel that way anymore. Totally. But all of a sudden, I'm surrounded by my old comfortable recipes, and I'm like... Oh, that's a go-to, and it's not a go-to. And it's not cool. Right. Okay. So let's keep it fresh. Keep your recipe fresh and keep your family's recipes fresh. Change it up. Enhance them. Swap them. Put a little garnish. Fresh garlic. Ooh, fresh garlic. (laughs) Great, great some ginger. Okay. Okay, so here's the point. Uncle Rick is going to Rick, all right? He's going to. But maybe there's an opportunity to loosen your grip on his ricking. Yeah. Okay? The next one, come up with some activities. And don't be a psycho about sticking to them. Just some loosey-goosey fun activities to keep things stimulating and not stagnant like pond water. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. And lastly... Keep it fresh. Keep it fresh, people. Nobody wants your old political views. (laughs) Also, nobody wants the green bean casserole with the cream of mushroom soup. Canned. Canned. Maybe somebody does. But for the most part, we're ready for a fresh take on that old recipe. It's true. We are. And chances are, you may think... That Aunt Amy is just going to bring that same old nut fruit salad. When the truth is that Aunt Amy has been making homemade donuts. And they're out of this world. And they'll knock your pants off. That's right. So be willing to look for that. Rewrite the recipe. I think you're supposed to knock your socks off. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like every analogy is wrong today. (laughs) You guys... (laughs) When we say those wrong, it's sometimes to just really make sure you were paying attention. To keep it not stagnant. That's right. Keep we want the to energy flowing. Because <laughs> you knew what we meant. That's spruce right. It up. All right, guys. Be well. Enjoy your reunion. Be well. <laughs>